Hello, and welcome to the Outlive Your Life by Writing Your Life, the Legacy Story podcast. My name is Kathleen Watkins, and I am your host. I would like to share with the community the importance of them sharing their life story with their family, friends, and community. I will also introduce them to a method used to help individuals document their story. The method is guided autobiography. Today, what I'd like to do is to is to be interviewed by a friend so that you will get to know who I am and what Guided Autobiography is all about. So my interviewer and guest is Miss Kelly. Hi, Kathleen. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, so really, I wanted to start by asking you just straight off the bat, why, why should someone write their life story? Why should we do this? Why are we interested? That's a very good question, Kelly. And I will give you three reasons. My first reason is that you do it for yourself. Mm. That's right. You do it for yourself. When we begin to write our stories, we begin to see our life in a different way. Mm. Not only that, we gain an understanding standing of our life and we can see all the things we've accomplished and really see that even though we have had some struggles and and we've made past mistakes Mm -hmm. we really aren't that bad so we we just need to embrace them and own our unique story yeah my second reason is for legacy When we think of legacy, usually we think of wealth legacy. If you have money to pass down to your kids or Sure, sure. Yes, yes, exactly. Some of us do. (laughs) What am I going to inherit? Yeah. (laughs) And maybe property or jewelry or teacup or whatever. But to be honest, Kelly, our children don't really value our money as much as we did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what usually happens is they go right through it. Yeah, yeah. And with the property or houses, they sell it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, b- but if you leave your life story, imagine that after you have gone on, then those words that you are written are still there. And it will be for your grandchildren's grandchildren. Yeah, yeah. My third reason for you writing your life story is for family history preservation. We are only one spot in the whole big picture of our family. So why not leave our stories our stories that are written by us. Those are three good reasons. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's really, really impactful. I mean, I was thinking that just brought me to, to my own father and my dad's side and how much that would help to know everybody's story, like how much that would mean to me to be able to pass that on to my kids who are now 12 and 6. 
but they won't, you know, soon they won't have enough time with their grandpa for him to tell them all those stories, you know. And, yeah, it really, really is pretty deep. Yeah, because truth is we live in such a fast-paced society now. We don't yeah. have time or we don't take the time to really sit down and share stories with our family. I was telling a story the other day with my granddaughter. She said, Grandma, I didn't know that. I said, yes. <laughs> I said, see, I've yeah. got to spend more time with you guys. That's right. Or That's telling right. the stories with you anyway. Because it's really in the little mm-hmm. details, the yes. ones that you're not remembering all the time. They right. just come up from time to mm-hmm. time. And they love to hear those stories. They really do. They really do. So what exactly is a guided autobiography? Oh, I would love to tell you about that, Kelly. Autobiography is a method used to help individuals document their life stories. Mm. Okay, let me explain. The classes usually last anywhere from four to ten weeks. This is in a group setting, which consists of usually anywhere from three to 12 people where they meet weekly and the classes are usually a couple of hours long. You are given a universal theme each week to write on. We always ask for at least two pages. You can write as much as you want and people usually do. But because of time constraints, you'll only need to bring two pages to class. Give you an example. If you, one of the themes is, what are some of the turning points in your life? Which is always a good one. And we also give you prompts, questions, if you will. For instance, for that theme, it could be what single event really changed the direction of your life. Mm. Or, yeah, see, your mind is already going, right? It gets you going right away. (laughs) (laughs) Or what person changed the direction of your life? Mm -hmm. So once you write your story, you bring it to class, and you read it out loud. This is the secret sauce. Because just hearing yourself Read those words out loud. I have, that's, it can be very emotional. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple of people to really just cry yeah. when they're reading it. And for the other participants listening to your story, it triggers memories mm-hmm. for them because they'll think, oh, yeah, that reminds me of so-and-so where I grew up. Or that reminds me of my uncle. So it's a win-win situation for all. And when you share your stories, there is a bond that's created. And this is what happens in the classes. Mm. Third step is you receive supportive feedback. Not being critical, judgmental. Nothing like that. I always say I'm a Toastmaster, and we all we have evaluators mm-hmm, at each mm-hmm. meeting, and 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 we can get very critical. Yeah. Uh huh. But this is not like that because you're not writers, you're not professional writers or anything, and no right, one right. is going to judge you on your grammar, your sentence structure, none of that. We just want you to write from your heart. So it sounds like. The guided autobiography 
course or structure is just really a supportive environment for getting your story out there. Is that is that how you would say it? Yes, Kelly. Mm-hmm. It the group dynamic is very powerful. Mm-hmm. I know that I know people. I have friends who are always saying, "Oh yeah, I'm going to write my life story one day when I retire. You know, when the kids get older, and then when some, I get around to it." <laughs> and then some people have actually started. And then it becomes overwhelming, and they're like, okay, so where do I start? And then you know what happens? They stick it in the drawer, and then it's all over. Absolutely. But when you are in a group, it's different. You could say that you are really being held accountable. Yeah. And it usually works then. Then you get some work done. And at the end of, let's say, six weeks, at the very most, you could probably have from 12 to 15 pages done. And this gets you started. If you want to write more, you can. If not, maybe that's all you need to leave. You just want to leave your family, some of your stories, and that's fine. Some people want to go on and even publish their stories. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. But 12 so. to 15 pages. Yeah, that's quite something to walk away it's with. It's quite a Just... lot. But see, usually it's a lot more than that because that's what you're bringing to class to read. You also write other things. And I don't know if I said it before, but I always emphasize never all write from your heart. Yeah. But never read out loud anything you're not comfortable with. Oh, really? Oh, see, that's yes, really good to know. Yes, only read. Yeah. In fact, we have a confidentiality form, which all of the participants sign, saying that what happens in here, what's said in here, stays in here. Yeah. It's not oh, legal binding, but we trust that people will, um, they will acknowledge that and honor it. Yeah, you've made a community com- contract, basically. Yeah, that's really nice. So what got you to be so passionate about the topic of documentaries and documenting your life story? I thought about this Mm. a little bit. And to be honest, ever since I can remember, I have always loved reading biographies and autobiographies. I've always been intrigued by other people's lives because Mm. it's inspiring and encouraging and motivating for me. I remember at 12, I actually read the autobiography of Malcolm X. At 12? At 12. Now, understand, I didn't understand a lot of it. Sure. But it really just resonated with me. So as time went on, I... I continue to do that. And then writing has always been a part of me, too. Tell you a funny story. I used to always be the one who my girlfriends would pick to write the love letters to their boyfriends. (laughs) (laughs) They said, no, you write it, Kathleen. You You do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I thought about that the other day. I said, that's hilarious. Wouldn't it be neat to find some of those love letters? I, I would love to. That would be... Oh, that would be good. Mm-hmm. There's a good story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so in 2013, I began writing plays. I became a playwright. 
African-American history plays exclusively. And what I found was that I could not find information that came directly from the person I was writing on. And that just appeared so strange to me. And I made up my mind then. I said, I am going to write my story. It's no way I'm not going to have anything that I wrote about me. I don't want to leave it up to anyone else because who can do it better than me? It's my story. Yeah, exactly. And so that's one of the reasons. And then let me tell you another one was when my daughter was a freshman in college and she was taking an uh, an African-American history culture class. And she called one morning, I'll never forget, and she said, Grandma, we are doing a family project and I need information from you on our family stories. I felt so bad because I had absolutely nothing I apologize, and she said, it's all right, it's all right. But that motivated me, and it started me on my journey of um, gathering information, family stories. And now I'm happy to say that my children have a treasure trove of information that they can look at. Wow. So when you started down this path, where how did you start? documenting how did you start tracing your family thank you for knowing nothing okay this is what because I didn't know I didn't know what I was doing right so what I did first was I began to gather all the photos that I had and I had a lot of them first I put them into photo albums I began doing that the second thing I did was I I created a binder just on me on the things that I was involved in, some of my childhood stories. I, at the time, I was uh, I had just started Toastmasters. I'd been in it for a little bit, and I had all the information uh, concerning Toastmasters because I did a lot of things in Toastmasters. So I did that, all my speeches I'd written, all of that. Then I did a binder on my siblings, where I gave a bio of them and pictures of their kids and grandkids. Then I did one on my grandparents, my mother and her siblings, my first cousins. I've done a lot of Wow. Yeah. yeah I I I have binders. That's that's yes, incredible. Of information. Yeah. But you know what? One of the things I notice about me when I'm creating those binders, I never forget I caught myself one day humming as I was doing it. I said, you really like this, don't you? I was just humming. I was in a very happy place. That's what that meant. So, That yes. is awesome. That's awesome. So writing writing stories about my family is uh, is definitely a happy place for me. And recently I had the opportunity to be introduced to Guided Autobiography. When I saw it, I immediately jumped on it, and I took the course. And now I am happy to say that I am a certified guided autobiography instructor, and I want to help you document your story. That is awesome. Kathleen, thank you so much for sharing your passion with me and with our community, and I cannot wait to see what comes in the following episodes, and to hear other people's stories. Thank you.
Well, thank you so much, Kelly. And to the audience, remember, your story is the most important part of you. The struggles, the failures, the successes, and everything in between. It's you, so embrace it. Own it. Document your story. Live Your Life is a part of the Breaking Ice, Building Bridges community podcast platform brought to you by Possibilities.